This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Well, let's take another bitter knockout season and pit it right up against 2022. And that's 2006. In 2006, the New York Mets were clearly the best team in the National League. And they were the best team in the National League by a country mile. They got to the NLCS. They lose in the seventh game to the St. Louis Cardinals. And it was as bad of an ending as one could have. Probably a worse ending in terms of pain than anything that happened in 2022. Yet, without even skipping a beat, 2006 had enough fun moments. And as bad as the ending is, I would still put 06 way ahead of 2022. And I think a part of that is they gave me some success. They won their division. We had the clinching kind of party that night against the Marlins in September. So you had that. You had your classic victory, similar to what you just talked about in 2022. Specifically, the game that jumps out at me is Carlos Beltran against the Phillies in like the 19th inning or whatever it was against Ryan Madsen. But then you had postseason success. You sweep the LA Dodgers. We have that moment where they get the double play with the two outs out at the plate with Duke tagging two guys. We have that. Uh, As much as I don't like to celebrate the Andy Chavez catch because they lost the game, You got the Andy Chavez catch. You have fighting back and winning game six of that series and even getting it to a seventh game. As bad as that loss is, and and pound for pound, it could be the worst loss in the history of the franchise. I would say 2006 was five times more exciting and pleasurable than the 2022 season because I don't feel like they ever finished any job. The 06 team finished the job of winning the division and winning a series. The 2022 team finished what? The wild card job and then got beat up in their own building? I get it. But if you... The the accomplishment is not the same. And I get it. And the disappointment level is bad because of everything you just said. But, and I I don't deny, the 06 is, I think, a better season that is one of what I appreciated more. But for 2022, though, again, you go through the entire season, the ups and downs. There weren't many downs until the end. The ups were so good. And that's what I'm looking for. If I'm watching the season, we talk about it, right? The expectations are huge. You you have none, and you find your way into a World Series. Yeah, that's amazing. That's incredible. To get to, to, to win in this moment in 2022, it's it's we need something to root for. We need something as as a whole. They built a team, they built a squad. There was a lot of hype around it, and for the most part, it was good. The playoffs were a complete crapshoot. I get it. I cannot. I can, I cannot fight you and even disregard. 
and even uh, say that you're wrong on that. But for the regular season, maybe the best regular seasons of all time. <laughs> I can't say it's the best regular season of all time when you can't win the division. I, 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 this may sound crazy. They win the division. They win the division. They win one game against the Braves, and then they get destroyed by the Phillies in the divisional series. So you follow the Braves' script of win the division. You don't have to deal with the wild card round, but then you lose to a rival in the divisional series. I think there's a chance I'd feel differently about it. I think the fact that they couldn't even win the division and couldn't even get to the real playoffs, that's probably what pushes me towards this was not a fun season. But is it is it their fault that other teams were better than them? It was when they couldn't win a game in Atlanta. In, in general, you're right. You know, in general, it sucks that you happen to share a division with a team that won 101 games as well. But I think it's the fact that they had the division in front of them with three games against the Braves with their best pitchers on the mound, and they couldn't win a game. They they couldn't win a game. And I think that just kills me for it. I'll give you another playoff season that I thought had its fun moments. It's it's a weird one. It's 2016 because the Mets were bad for most of 2016. And in the middle of August, I think most of us just assumed, okay, just not our year. They had a ton of injuries that year. Matt Harvey was banged up. Jacob DeGrom ended up getting hurt. Um, everybody was hurt outside of Noah Syndergaard. Zach Wheeler was still hurt. And... The Mets went on this just miraculous September run. So it's weird to call it a fun season when the season was not fun. It was a fun month because September was amazing. Uh, One game that jumped out at me was the Asdrubal Cabrera game against the Philadelphia Phillies, but the Mets pulled it off and somehow made the postseason. If they had beaten the Giants in that wild card game, I think I would have put 2016 up there with a lot of other seasons because they were so banged up. I don't think any of us had the expectations of they have to get back to the World Series. Their postseason rotation, if they had gotten to the real postseason, was going to feature Robert Gazelman and Seth Lugo and Bartolo Colon. What holds me back on 16 was I am so bitter about that wild card game loss. It was such a brutal loss. Madison Bumgarner barely breaking a sweat, barely throwing any pitches, losing on a home run to Connor Gillespie. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I think if they steal that game and then get swept by the Cubs in the divisional series, I'd have put 16 up there with a lot of other years. But I'm A, bitter about losing that wild card game to the Giants. And then really most of the season wasn't fun. It was just a really good month and a half where somehow, some way they made the playoffs, which looking back on that roster, Pete, if you ever look back at that lineup that they were putting out there every day in September and who was in that rotation, it is a miracle that they found a way to win enough games to make the postseason. No, it wasn't. That's why we, if they won that wild card game for Tom Garner, I didn't ex- there was zero expectations after that. I mean, there really wasn't. It was just, exactly. wow, it's amazing. But 
yeah, 2016, I, it was, I felt differently than you in that season because I felt like they missed the boat on making a bigger jump with this roster. With making like roster. a bigger trade at the deadline or before well, the season before uh, started? The season start, before the season started, I felt, you know, because I'm a Murphy guy, so the fact that they got rid of Daniel Murphy, that bothered the hell out of me. They, they, they brought in, listen, I was Drew Blatt a decent season. Neil Walker did all right. But again, like I felt like, you know, you pivoted from one of the real reasons you guys succeeded in the playoffs to a couple of older guys because what, you're trying to save a buck? I don't know. And I think that they never did anything. The biggest move was basically bringing back, uh, you know, Cespedes. And to me, that's just staying the same. Yeah, and that is what you just described is the Wilpon era. <laughs> that was like, think about 2000. You know, 2000 into 2001, it was sort of the same thing. You just got to the World Series. You lose Mike Hampton. A-Rod wants to be on your team. And your answer is Kevin Apier, who, you know, we talked about him in a previous podcast. Kevin Apier was okay, but I think the story of the Wilpon era is never going that extra mile. Is when you're close, not kind of going for the gusto, if you will. So I totally get that. 2015 may win this for me, and we'll break that down a little bit more later. But that run and everything about the story of how they got there was just scintillating. And I, I know the pennant years are always going to be the two that you look at and say, well, that has to be the most fun season. 2015 to me was a lot more fun than 2000. And I'll explain why. There's a few reasons for this. Number one, in 2000, we came in with high expectations. Remember, in the previous season, we had gotten to the NLCS and lost to our arch rival Atlanta Braves. Couldn't get past them. So coming into 2000, it was, hey, can we get past Atlanta? Uh, we better get to the World Series. That was one of those rare seasons in Met history where, yeah, we went in saying, we better get to the World Series. Anything less would be a disappointment. We had just gotten to the sixth game of the NLCS. And I don't want to minimize that 2000 wasn't fun. It was. I'm just going to explain why 15 has it beat. Because in comparison to what I just said, what were the expectations in 2015? We started this by talking about over-unders. The Met over-under in 2015 was 82 and a half. The Mets over-under in 2000 was 90 and a half. They were coming off of a season in which they won 97 games. The Mets were coming off of a season in which they won 79 games. So I think we all thought in 2015, it's time to make the jump. This should be a playoff team, but not a World Series team. I don't think anybody was thinking going into 2015, the Mets were going to jump from all those consecutive losing seasons, it was five at the time, to jumping and getting to a World Series. So the expectations were different. That's number one. Number two, there is a small, 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 small part of me. It's very tiny, I admit. That still looks at 2000 and says the only reason we got to the World Series is because someone else did our dirty work. We didn't beat the Braves. The Cardinals did. And I don't know if we ever would have beaten the Atlanta Braves. Now, ultimately, does that matter? No. Mets win the World Series that year. I'd be on that parade drunk and naked. I wouldn't care that we didn't beat the Atlanta Braves. But sitting here all these years later, we're talking about this 24 years later. So now we got time to think about it. Can we all be honest with ourselves? We needed someone else to do our dirty work. That's the reality. 
Were we beating the Atlanta Braves in a rematch in the 2000 National League Championship Series? I'll tell you the answer. We weren't. We never beat those bastards. And we weren't beating them then. Now, in the moment, did I give a crap that we didn't get past Atlanta? I did not. Didn't bother me then. It doesn't even bother me now. It's more just a, um, it's a statement. It's just a statement of fact. It's a little tiny turd in the back of my mind that I know we didn't get past Atlanta. And let's not bury the lead. Let's not bury the number one reason why 2000 was not more fun than 2015. I mean, do we have to say it or can we just move on? We lost to the effing Yankees. Sorry, needed to get that out. No, it's okay. I think we could have just moved on. <laughs> I didn't have to say that. <laughs> no. 